0: Life Audio. Hey there, friends. I'm Nicole Eunice and I'm the host of How to Study the Bible, and I'm also your guest host today on Your Daily Prayer. If you enjoy listening to this show, I have a feeling you'll love my show, too. I've spent about 20 years serving the local church, first in student ministry and then in ministries of all kinds, but across the board, my favorite thing that I get to do is to give people the tools they need to encounter God for themselves through His Word. In my show, How to Study the Bible, I bring life back to reading the Bible by walking you through a very simple method of Bible study called the Alive Method to help you personally encounter God yourself with a practical, clear roadmap for understanding and interpreting and applying scripture to your life. In the preview you're about to hear, I dive into Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 9. So we're going to read it together, and then we'll hear a little preview of what to expect on my show. Matthew 6, verse 5. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, Do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Here's a little take from How to Study the Bible. The easiest way for me to check my own heart is to ask, what does my private prayer life look like? Am I hearing from God and making space to hear from God and experience God on my own for for my Heavenly Father, for my relationship with my Heavenly Father? Because then out of that overflow, prayer that's done aloud, prayer for others will come out of a place of abundance. It will come out of a place of relationship with God. And so we want to have that sense, that We're not doing this for others to notice or for others to affirm our religious nature or our holiness or our spirituality. And Jesus makes it really clear. He's like, if that's why you're doing it, that's the only reward you're going to get. If you want people's likes, if you want them to think that you're great, that's the reward that you're going to get. It's not going to go any further than that right? And so the other part of the backstory that I want to make sure that we understand is that this is placed within this larger context, which is the Sermon on the Mount. It's sort of the greatest sermon of all time. It's Jesus's full expression of what it means to be in the kingdom of God. So I want you to keep in mind as we're looking at this passage, that this is in the midst of a teaching that is about a completely different operating system in life, that that Jesus is introducing this concept of an upside down kingdom that is nothing like what we experience is power and authority and goodness and greatness often, that Jesus is actually saying, hey, this is how you're going to live. And if you want to follow me, if you want to be my followers, this is what it's going to look like to live. So if you're not familiar with the Sermon on the Mount, just It would be great to read that alongside of this because this concept of how to pray is fully embedded in all the rest of this teaching from the Sermon on the Mount. Everything that Jesus is giving us as a framework for what it looks like to pray comes out of the rest of this passage about what does it mean to be blessed? What does it mean to forgive? What does it mean to love our neighbor? All of that comes out of this. So just keep that in mind as we're reading that it comes from that place. Okay, so the next question we ask is, well, what does it mean, right? And when we think about what it means, this is where we kind of elevate above the passage and say, okay, what are the principles that we can pull from here? And I think that what we can see here when we look at these principles is that Jesus is setting up a framework that says there is a way that you can pray with a father who loves you and desires relationship with you. This is not about all the words you can say or the, the, the ways that you say it. This is not about what you're doing in front of other people. This is actually about a personal relationship with your heavenly father. And then in verse nine, Jesus says, so this is how you pray. He does not say this is what to pray. This is not like a, a spell that we, we like chant in order to get our Father to hear us. And there is a little bit of that vibe that can go on in churches where it sort of feels like if you do it this certain way, then you can get the Spirit to respond to you in this certain way. All of that is false. All of that is completely unfounded because that gives us power over God. We don't have power over God It's like a three-year-old saying, like, if I turn in a circle four times, I can get my mom to do something. No, moms understand what you're doing. (laughs) Like, they know they have authority, they have knowledge and power to understand that you can't magically make something happen when you're a little kid like that. And so if we're kind of falling into that, like, if I pray a certain way, if I chant a certain thing, if I say it a certain way, I can get the spirit to show up. No, the spirit is above us. God our father is his ways are not our ways. His ways are higher than our ways. We, we, we submit to what he wants. We don't actually try to get him to submit to the way we do it. Does that make sense to you? So one of the things that we're seeing here is that Jesus is giving us a framework to say, I'm going to point you to the things that create a vibrant conversation with your heavenly father, it's not that you have to say it exactly like this, but this is how you're going to pray. And as the weeks unfold, we're going to look at what those principles are, what it means that God's our father, what it means that he's holy. What does it mean that we are talking about the kingdom? What does it mean to talk about forgiveness and evil? Friends, there you have it. To continue listening to my prayer series and discover other episodes, I invite you to visit LifeAudio.com or search How to Say the Bible on your favorite podcast app. I release new episodes every Monday morning, and I'm so excited to have you join us on your faith journey. God bless you. Life Audio presents Bridges with Monica Schmelter. We have an enduring hope that can't be taken away when we are in Christ. And to know that we have that, right? And eternal salvation, because this world can be so busy and so dark that we can forget that. Right. Right? Because sometimes I get caught in the trappings of what's going on in my life this moment. And while I have to recognize that, that's not it. Continue listening on lifeaudio.com or wherever you find your podcast.